Welcome to Chalk Talk, Silver Lake Regional's high school podcast, where we interview teachers and faculty members about their experiences in athletic focusing on coaching. Our names are Sean Ganley and Jake Generazzo. And today with us is Mrs. Fontaine. Uh, so we'll start off with some of the easier questions first. Uh, who inspired you to become a coach? That's a great question. I think for me, it probably was my coaches in high school. So I played varsity soccer throughout high school, and then I also um, was on the track team. And I had one coach in particular for track. His name was Mr. Mooney. He actually was a social studies teacher and a track coach. And now I'm a social studies teacher, and I coach track for nine years. So um, I think he probably was the biggest inspiration for me. So, like, what inspired you to become a coach? I know it was, like, him, but, like, like what made you want to become a coach? Yeah. Um, I think that as a student athlete, I saw personally a really great connection between being a student and how being an athlete motivated me to also do well in school and then becoming a teacher. Seeing more kids get involved with extracurriculars, whether it be a club or sports, was really important. So. As a teacher, I wanted to take on a leadership role um, through advising clubs and also becoming a coach to try to motivate kids and show them how how much being involved in something like that can make their high school experience that much better. It really was about the kids. <laughs> um, so what are your core values as a coach? You can elaborate yeah. on a little bit more if you'd like. Sure. Um, I think that my core values as a coach are really similar to the ones that I hold as a teacher. I think that having the team be a community, right, like a little a mini yeah. community where they not only are obviously trying their hardest at the sport, but also being respectful of each other, being respectful of the other team. And what does yeah. that look like? What does that mean? And how do we function as a group in a community uh, was always something that I thought was really important. It's actually more important to me than whether or not they won, right? Was yeah. how they interacted with each other. And um, so community and respect were probably really at the top for me. So um, who is a coach you admire or look up to? Like it could be like a celebrity coach or it could be your high school coach. Like. Yeah, so definitely that coach, uh, Mr. Mooney, he you know, was just so motivational for us and really made us, again, feel like a family as a team, would check in with us all the time. I think, you know, even as a, when I became a coach, he was still coaching my high school team. So when we would go to state events, I'd see him, he remembered me. He just, he really made you feel feel connected and then even here within you know at silver lake um i coached girls track for nine years um with coach darsh and coach darsh i think did a lot of similar things that i saw in mr mooney really made people feel his teammates felt like a, a family there was a lot of respect and a sense of community and i think that those are qualities i really looked up to and i saw both of those in in those two coaches um what is one of your proudest moments So I had a runner who would not have identified as a runner really early on. She joined the team as a ninth grader as something to do, right? And sometimes, you know, track is a sport where, like, you never had to have done it before to try it in high school, which is kind of unique, right? Other sports, 
you might have wanted to start it as a younger kid in order to be able to compete. But track is something that we can we can really build you up as an athlete if you've even never really done it before. So I had a, a, a girl who joined as a ninth grader looking to really be a thrower, but was willing to try running. And I ran with her every day. We would run together. And at first, she could not do much at all. By the end of the season, she was like actually running by her senior year, became a distance athlete. And I'm not kidding you, still to this day, when I drive to school, some mornings I see her. She's in college now. I see her out running on the streets in the morning before school starts, right? Like, and I think for me, like, while that wasn't a, you know, championship win, like having a kid who started from not being able to do anything to now has like a lifelong commitment to something that is not only good for your body, but also just makes you as a person feel better and more complete. I think it's something that um, I don't think I'll forget that kid, you know? Yeah. She makes me feel proud in a unique way. Yep. What is one of your, like, greatest memories as coaching? Do you have any, like, big-time <laughs> titles or anything big? Yeah, I mean, we have some state champions that definitely ran under us or um, for jumping and some of our javelin throwers. I mean, we had one relay team. Um, gosh, this was back. 2016, 17, that was pretty extraordinary. And going to some of our state championship meets and having them win, take on first place was was pretty incredible. Um, but again, I think it came down, especially for those relay teams, what it meant to be a relay of four people who had to work together to become state champions is, is pretty, pretty cool, right? Like yeah. that team component of it. I don't think people often think of track as like a team sport where you might think of like basketball or baseball, right? Because a lot of people are competing individually, but relay brings it together because they have to really function, you know, as a group um, to bring home those state titles. So yeah, go into state relays with that group was, was just awesome. Yeah. Um, so is there a favorite quote that you have related to coaching or sports in general? You know, I, I don't know if it's like an exactly a quote, but one of the things that I always tried to tell my athletes was, you know, to have a PMA, to have a positive mental attitude, but that mental attitude is what is going to make the difference between whether or not you succeed, right? You can have all the yeah. talent in the world, but if you don't go into it with a PMA, like probably not going to be as successful. Yeah. So it's just really focusing on that kind of, um, attitude and like repeating that with them and that understanding that the pain that they might be experiencing through training brings the pride later on and that attitude is a big component of it. So we've been studying motivation throughout yeah. the year and how do you get your team motivated before a track meet or like yeah. Yeah so um I think some of that came um, through coaching with Coach Darsh. So he and I coached together. And one of the things that he had always done that is something we continued. And actually, I think I'm not coaching right now. Um, since I had my daughter, I've stepped back a little bit just because of time commitment. But Mr. Darsh is still coaching. Um, one of the things that he always did and then I did along with him was writing every single member of the team the day after a meet gets a note where we would highlight like what they did well, like what we were proud of them for, if they made a PR. And then 
as a team the next day too we all sit together in a circle and like literally go over like what did everybody do and celebrating that and I think that motivation of finding something to celebrate about everyone but also really making sure to recognize the kids who you know did come in first place and like you know even if we lost the whole entire meet right there could still be individuals who had their personal best day who maybe did score a lot of points for the overall team um and so highlighting that i think became a good motivator because kids felt connected um, so if you had to guess, what do you think it's like playing for you as a coach? <laughs> um, I hope they would say it's fun. <laughs> you know? Um, I, again, I, when I coached, I always, I actually tried to like, for, for running in particular, like I literally go out and run with them. And I think that sometimes maybe they didn't like that because I held them accountable, right? And I'd be like, look, yeah. it's me. If I can be doing this right now. You need to be too. Um, but I think that, again, that helped motivate them and see like I wasn't just going to stand around and tell them what to do. I was going to do it with them. Um, and we tried to have fun with it and um, get to know each other better. And I, I think, again, that sense of community and like being like a little family was a big part for us. What is some advice you give to like a younger you uh, as you're starting off coaching? Hmm. I'm not sure. An advice to a younger me when I started. Um, I don't know. Stumped me on this one. Advice to a younger me. I think I know what I would tell a young coach, but myself? I don't know. I'm not sure I would have done anything really that much differently. You know, like if yeah. I could have changed something, I'm not sure that I would have. I, I think that I had good mentors. It was a great program that was already established when I came in. Um, yeah, right? And like we weren't, I mean, yeah, we, we, our focus wasn't always about like taking league championship titles, which sometimes we did, but we didn't always, we tried to find ways to celebrate other times. I think maybe um, for me, the balance piece would, would be something I would have tried a little harder. I um, didn't have to go to every single state meet or weekend meet. So I don't know if you guys, either of you do track. No. no. Okay. So one of the things with track is you have your league meets, right? Those are taking place during the week. And then every weekend, there's some sort of regional meet or state level or relay or right like something you can sign up to bring your team to which is good because it gives them more opportunity to compete it gives them more opportunity to see what it feels like to participate in a bigger stadium like a, you know like a bigger event that's also a lot on your coaches and your athletes right because you're competing you're competing and training monday through friday but then also on Saturday, you're also yeah. leaving the school at 7 a.m. to drive to Boston or to Walpole or to New Bedford to compete. And um, Mr. Darsh was goody. As assistants, he would like us to come, but we didn't. We weren't required to come because we wouldn't bring the entire team. Right? You bring like smaller, smaller groups to compete. And I pretty much went to every single meet. And I do think that that burnt me out a little bit as a young teacher because I was a brand new teacher teaching all week 
and all day Saturday participating in athletics, which really only left me Sunday as a regular person, you know, to like have a life, have a family, um, do all the work I needed to do. So I do think that that there were times where I felt like um, it's a lot to be a young teacher and to take on a coaching role because it is a pretty big time commitment. Um, and so as my other job here now is I'm the social studies department chairperson. And while we absolutely, I want my younger teachers to become involved, I also do try to let them know that like balance is important, right? You are first and foremost a teacher and then a coach, just like you guys are first and foremost a student and then you're an athlete, yeah. you know? And so creating that balance, I think is important. Um, so it looks like we'll be wrapping it up here. Thank you, Mr. Funny. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, you guys did a great job. Thank you. <laughs>